Hello, welcome to another episode of In the Trench. Today we have probably my favorite episode so far. Um, every every episode has been super cool, and I'm really grateful for everybody we are getting. Um, and I'm we have a lot of cool people coming on too. And um, today we have Daniel Rajov, a professional strongman who is on track to becoming the number one lightest 700 pound bench. I believe he told me in history, but for sure in the world. Um, this man's is currently strict pressing. For those of you don't, who don't know, strict pressing is when you're standing up, you grab the bar, and you lift it over your head. All the way over here, you just lift it. My man's is doing that with 440 pounds. I don't know how to express how impressive that is. But, and his bench at the moment is like 650, 50 or 55 pounds, I believe he told me. And uh, I don't remember what his deadlift was, but it's ridiculous. I know his squat is 800 pounds. So this man is an absolute tank, an absolute unit, and the absolute nicest person ever. Uh, it was really, really, really a blessing to have him on. And it's like, he wants to come on again. And we're for sure going to have him on again. Um, I'm going to show you the podcast in just a second. First, we do have to thank our sponsors. At the moment, our sponsors are Kayla and Kyle from Amore Pizza Davy, amorepizzadavy.com. Get your pizza, get your uh, Italian food, whatever you want. Uh, thanks again for these mics, Alliance Technology, alliancetechnology.com. Get your direct TV, get your solar panels, get your internet, whatever you want. And uh, scoutsarmory.teespring.com. Go get your um, Attack on Titan merch. Without further ado, thank you again, Daniel, for coming on. It was super cool. Can't wait to see you again. Here's the podcast. Oh, dude, I love it. I love it. Nah, bro. Really, really appreciate you coming on, dog. For real. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was super busy this week. But, like, for a podcast, bro, like 15, 20 minutes, whatever, why not, right? Yeah. Dude. Talk to people. Nah, for me, for me, honestly, because I, I started my like my um, gym journey way back in way back. I started it back last uh, October, and I found you okay. on TikTok like in January, and I'm like, this man is putting up insane weight. I think that's when I started uh, my TikTok was about then. It was I saw that and I was like blown I've, away. I've only been on there for like five or six months, man. I've just been so thankful for the opportunities I've gotten from it, like. I've had my following has increased a ton. I've gotten a bunch of sponsorships and companies have reached out to me and stuff. So, I mean, dude, when you're strict pressing 415 pounds, that, that, that's going to happen. Yeah, my best is 440. Um, I'm probably going to go for like 455 sometime this week. We'll see. I've been trying to work on like my log presses, though. So, that's, and what, what, what's, like, the goal for you? Like, are you training for, like, a strongman competition? You just want to be strong as shit? Like- um, so, right now, I really want to be the lightest to ever bench 700. So, my best is 655, which puts me at number one in the world at my weight uh, for, for full power. At bench only, I need to hit at least 675. Um, 655 puts me at number two. I think all time. So that's absolutely nuts. It's like, a struggle, man. 
doesn't look like a struggle for you. And I, I saw the video you just posted um, of, is that your wife? The one that's always been- Oh uh, yeah, my girlfriend. My your girlfriend? girlfriend? Yeah. girlfriend? She's, dude, she's a freak too. Like, I see, dude, I, I see. Lifted, um, 425 for a double on a trap bar. It's just unreal because she weighed like 135 pounds at the time. So that's absolutely nuts. Because yeah. I saw that she poured um that was a pre-workout or like just an energy drink. Which one? Your incline benching for oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the, the rise ready to drink pre-workout. Yeah. 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 That was fun. Well, moving so fast. I was like, what the heck? Dude, I so I paused for like probably 15 seconds at the start of the video. So yeah. I feel like if I didn't, I'd have 15 in me. I might I might do an AMRAP today. I'm gonna I'm gonna bench today, so we'll see. Awesome. I, I just got back from the gym and so did my girlfriend because there we go. Uh, no, nah, dude, I'm on the, I'm on the same to me for honestly, like I weigh 172 right now. The goal okay. is 315. Like that that for me, when I hit 315, that benching? I'll be happy. benching. Yeah. Okay. What are you benching right now? Uh I just hit a new PR on Friday, which is 260. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that was and you've been uh, lifting since you said February, or was that when you that's when I saw, found you? I found you in February. No, I've been okay, I've been lifting where well, I, I started hardcore lifting like in January, but I, I started really good getting back into the gym because I used to be ba a basketball player. Okay, I, I really got back into the gym last November. Okay, all right, so that's, that's actually really good then. You've only been in there since for what a little over a year. A little less than a year less than a year yeah yeah, yeah that's awesome dude and you're almost late training like six pain. months yeah i appreciate yeah. it yeah dude i mean right there if people listen to your podcast they should know like six months of hard work you can you can gain you know what i mean yeah. that's been that's been the goal and following different people like i follow um noel that i know yeah you know Noel. he's he's a tank uh he's a beast dude he's huge crazy c-bomb obviously he's goals right there the most famous person and then yeah. for strength goals i follow you man because that well that means crazy. a lot bro no that's crazy like, how, how'd you get I'm started trying. how'd you get started um how do i get started so i played sports all through my like middle school high school career whatever um then when i got into high school i realized i couldn't play three sports at once Cause like, I would kind of be like mediocre at all, if that makes sense. Cause you know, for football, you'd want to go to football camp over the summer, but then like, if you're a basketball star, you do the same thing and vice versa or baseball, whatever. Um, so I had to pick a sport and I picked football and my goal is just to get big and strong back then. And it worked for a little bit. I really didn't know what I was doing in high school. Um, I got really good at lifting, really good at football. Then got no D1 offers. My coach said I kind of fell under the radar there, but I got a ton of D3 and D2 offers. And at that point I was like, am I gonna go to the NFL if I'm a D3 player? Probably not. So let's just focus on lifting. And then when I was like 22, I think, or maybe 21, somewhere around there, um, my friend, Nick Kiger, he has like a decent following. He actually introduced me to powerlifting. I was benching 405 like a bodybuilder. Like my arms were like way out here and super wide grip and just flaring my elbows like crazy. And I hit 405 like that. And he was like, man, you're really strong. You should powerlift. Tried it. Did my first meet the next year. Um, 
set some state records and then ever since then i've just been loving it man so you honestly you're just a genetic freak in terms of strength yeah i mean it's it's that and it's also like i bust my ass off in the gym to a point where it's like i've been training consistently since i was 12 and i'm about to turn 28 um just what it's almost 16 years now yeah so no that's that's absolutely insane and and it's completely true it's just putting in the work day in day out every day so yeah do you do like cycles do you do like like you'll go hardcore eating like you'll bulk up and then cut or is it for you just so for the past two years i've been trying to gain weight um i was stuck at around a 535 550 bench at 240 and i just couldn't add any weight to my lifts like i was too stubborn to get a coach and I just plateaued for like a solid year. And I was like, all right, I got to fix this. Um, so the past like two to three years, I've been trying to gain weight. Doesn't matter how it was. Like there's pictures of me on the beach, dude. I look just like a fat blob. You know, that was my first time getting up to like 280. Uh, but yeah, so I've just been trying to put on weight and then I'll probably cut for a meet if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Of course it makes sense. No. Like, let's say, let's say I get up to 300 and yeah. my numbers are through the roof. And then I cut to 275 for a meet. I might lose a couple percent on my lifts, but I'll still be higher than what I was if I never got to 300 in the first place. So what's the lightest, what's the record for the lightest person to bench 700? Um, so right now it's, I believe 308. It's uh, Johnny Harris, but I think he did a bench only meet and he was 293. Oh crap. So I'm trying to do it at 275, um, which is, I, I hit 655 um, after a, a very short prep at 270. So I bulked up to 270. I was like, my strength's going through the roof. I was like, I'm going to do a 12 week peak and see what my bench is at. And I picked a, a, a random percent increase every week and I hit 655. Now I'm just trying to do a lot of hypertrophy work and then I'm going to repeat for hopefully 700. And then if that goes well, I'll do one more hypertrophy block followed by another peaking phase and do a meet awesome. so that I feel confident if that makes sense. Of course. And for other people that like, cause for me, it's been tough, like going up in strength. Like I did to me, my, my max back in October when I first hit the gym was yeah. not even a plate was like okay. 115 pounds yeah. and i i got to getting to two plates was crazy like it was so hard to get to two that's a, dude that's a huge milestone there's so many kids out there who are like i only bench 135 this i'm so depressed and i'm like dude that's a huge milestone yeah like other kids are like i've only hit 225 and same thing like mm -hmm. all those prs are great like no, yeah, no, it's, it's the best. The, the feeling when I finally hit, because when I finally hit 225, it was such an ugly, such an ugly rep. Like <laughs> I got my left arm up and my right arm took its time to get up, but yep. eventually it got up. And then what, I have a friend right now, shout out to Karrion, because he's been trying for so long to hit two plates. Okay. And he just, I don't know. I, I tell him he should take pre-workout. He doesn't believe. In what is he at right now? Um, I believe his max is 215. All right, so hear me out. What I want you to do, because if you, you train with him, right? Yeah, yeah, I train with him. Okay, 
So take like a two and a half pound weight and put it on the inside of his weights. So that'll make the bar, listen, that'll make the bar weigh 50 pounds instead of 45. Okay. So the next time he goes up to 215, it'll actually be 220. Um, so like, hit it, how did, when you looked at two plates on the bar, how did you feel mentally? So the first time, probably intimidated myself. Yeah. Oh, so with me, when I go for a max day, um, I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. And I know you are too, because I saw your, okay. your yeah. part of you and your, uh, you and your girlfriend going super saiyan. Uh, like, yep. I love that. Dude, I actually awesome. surprised her with that. She's not really a big anime fan, but no. I got her liking something. Yeah, neither is my girlfriend, but she's here. But um, no, so I'm, I'm like, about the thing. getting pre-workout ready and stuff. But um, I'm a huge, huge Dragon Ball fan. So before a, a, a max day, before two plates, oh, blast Dragon Ball Z hype music in my ears. And I'm like uber focused to put up. So, well, so what I was trying to say was like for a lot of people going for a max, though, they'll feel intimidated by seeing the plates. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you, your friend, if he could bench 215, he could probably bench 225. Right. But he probably gets nervous. He gets scared. He'll misgroove it um he'll just give up maybe so if you make the bar way more and he doesn't like actually acknowledge that it's heavier mm-hmm. um he'll probably end up hitting two plates that's how i hit 405 for the first time and then my friend actually misloaded the weight i was supposed to hit 425 and I accidentally hit 440 and i had no idea so it was a 15 pound pr uh back then and I, it's like I think lifting is really mental when it comes to that. So maybe you could try that out with your friend. No, I, I definitely will. I, I, we've been trying so many different things with him because um, he, he, he really wants to he, – he weighs, like, I think 40 pounds more than I do. So, like, okay. he really, really wants to hit the weight. Yeah. And, and it's we're, like, a kind of, like, an interesting friend group because it's, like, three, four of us, and three out of the four of us already hit the weight. So right. He's really – like, he's trying to keep up and – to me, that's like the number one thing in the gym is having someone to push you. Like whenever I see my friend, like I have a friend named Nick, he's like my main like training partner and him mm-hmm. and I are like, like that on strength. So whenever I see him hit a PR, like it just, I, I need to hit that PR. Yeah, like, I, will hit I get it. Yeah, it's, like, it's like uh, Vegeta and Goku. That's exactly what you I know, said. Going, going back and forth, they just want to one-up each other. I get it. Except I'm officially Goku because he can put up <laughs> There we go, man. And then you got to beat him to three plates. Dude, I need it. So we were talking about that because I'm, I love aesthetics, but I also, I've never been strong in my life. And I feel like at 172, putting up 260, I feel strong. So I'm like, I want to get stronger now. So one, one thing I want to say, since you bring that up, um, you said you like aesthetics and you also want to be strong. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, if you're a natural lifter or I'm assuming all of you are, um, you need to be strong in order to be big or aesthetic. Like there's, yeah. it's almost impossible as a natural lifter to look like C-Bum or look like whoever, whichever bodybuilder you look up to, like Ziz maybe, and not be strong. You know, so if you're strength training, you're going to end up building muscle and you're going to look good when you cut. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes all the sense. So... If you're trying to get aesthetic and you want to be strong at the same time, dude, do it. That's how most natural lifters are. But um, my question is, so let's say, because I'm, I'm realistically, if I'm at 260 right now in, in terms of benching, I, my goal might be unrealistic, but my goal is to hit uh, three plates by New Year's. That, that's the goal. How I many just, months is that now? 
what are we doing? It's exactly six months. What is that? Six months? Six months. And in six months, I went up 130 pounds. 130 okay. Pounds. So it's probably possible um, if you actually followed a coach. Uh, it's really hard to self-program when you're going for stuff like that. Like, for example, how often do you max out? I max out every five weeks. Every five weeks. How often do you think I max out? Honestly, man, I think you're maxing out every other day. Every other <laughs> every, <laughs> every video I see is every five months. How 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 often? Once every five months. Okay. Um, but I do have that one period where I hit heavy singles for three to four weeks in a row. Um, based on if I take a deload or not. Mm. So that's probably why you feel like I max out every other day because I'm doing heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, heavy bench, heavy overhead press. Um, the overhead but press realistically, crazy. realistically, I'll run like a, a 12 to 16 week hypertrophy block mm -hmm. and then a 12 week peaking phase. Okay. Um, so for you, if you actually wanted to hit a 315 bench, I would run like a 12 week hypertrophy block just where you're doing volume work, three by eight, five by five, three by 10 and slowly build strength that way. Um, okay. And eventually it gets to the point where you're doing a, three by three at 260, you know, or even, I don't know, a, a four by two at 275, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're not going to feel great because you're not hitting one rep maxes, but you're going to be like, wow, this used to be my max and I'm doing it for reps now. Um, and then at that point, you'll probably go in and hit 315, no problem. Instead of trying to max out every, what, what'd you say, five weeks? Five to 10 weeks, yeah. Right. So. I don't know. That's just food for thought for some people. I know a lot of kids try max out too often. No, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I take any advice I can from any, I have a personal trainer who, and I honestly, I became a personal trainer because of him. Yeah. And I'm studying at this point to get my certification in strength coaching. So okay. anything I, I can get, like, it's really helping. And I, I'm going to try what you said. I'm not going to, I'm going to try to make one more max because I have a, I have a bet with my coach right now. Okay. I have three weeks. Go for 275, dude. That's what I'm doing. I have three weeks to hit 275. And if I don't, I have to work out in a onesie. But if I do, oh. he has to work out in a onesie. Okay. So. Yeah. That's how we do it. I would probably just do like some heavy triples then. Okay. For, for two weeks. Take like an extra day off or something. Like let's say you bench every week. Mm -hmm. Do it like after nine days for that third week. And then I would go for your 275. So how often do you think I should be benching from here for till three weeks from now? Uh, I would probably get in five bench sessions. A week? If I were you. No, 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 no. Oh. Within that three-week period. Okay. Like five. okay. So two, two a week until that last week and then once that last week. Okay. And just do heavy triples, you said? I would do heavy triples once a week, and then I would probably do a lighter form volume day later on in that week. That's super cool. Um, so probably about every four days, awesome. I would say. And um, last question for you, since I know we are a little tight on time, you're going to have to get to the gym. Um, I'm not really tight on time. Okay. I'm just going to go bench in a bit, so I'm showing. Awesome. What's, what's like, next on your radar? I know you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to bench 700 as soon as, like, as the lightest person. But do you do, like, meets or, like? So once I hit 700 in the gym, um, I'll feel a lot more comfortable with that weight. That's when I'll probably do another hypertrophy block, and then I'll repeat for it to hit it in a meet. 
Um, and I would like to do it in a full power because that's never been done before, really. Um, so I guess my goal for that full power meet would be at least like a 2,400 total, uh, which puts me at number two um, ever. Like, I would love to have like an eight to 900 squat. If I hit a 700 pound bench, that would be incredible. And then anywhere between like a 750 to 850 deadlift, and I would be very happy with that. Um, You're squatting. So that, that would be my goal. What are you squatting right now? Uh, my best squat was an 865 uh, with, it was with 50 pounds of reverse bands though. Okay. And a lot of kids get confused about that and why I do that. Um, pretty much I ran a whole block where I did overload training with my squats. And every time I came back after that, like, let's say I did 12 weeks of, let's say I'm working up to like 500 pound squats, right? I would work up to 400 raw and then I would hit 500 with the reverse bands. Then the next week I would go up to like 450 raw and then 550 with the reverse bands and so and so and so until I felt comfortable with 500 where I'm hitting like 600 at the top, 500 at the bottom, which means I know I can hit 500 raw, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course it makes sense. Um, so that's how I was speaking my squats and I felt comfortable with 800. I actually walked 900 out and it felt pretty light um for walking it out like most people when you think you're walking out 900 feel like you're gonna die but it felt pretty good it's a small car. Um, and then i switched gym so i didn't really have a, a bar i could use but yeah that's that's my my goal probably and how, like how 2400 total that that's absurd to me where one thing my friend does have on me my friend nick like my main guy uh is squatting like i'll give that to him like he i i've had a hard time squatting like right now my my one rep max is like 330 okay squat but like my like clean reps is like 250 that's why like yeah that's that's good that's not bad dude no i i appreciate like, it but like to hear everyone so one thing that everyone always like talks about is um they ask me why my bench is so high compared to my like, deadlift or my squat. Because mm. I think I've only really posted like, it's a 675 triple, I think, on my squats. Or like 683 or something. It's something weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, how come you only squat 50 pounds more than your bench? And I'm like, it was a set of three, which was super easy, which means my squat at that time was probably close to like 770. Um, which is like a 200-pound difference. Yeah. Or well, 120. But as my cat, sorry about okay. that. But yeah, so it's like people don't realize that uh, a lot of people, their goals are like uh, two plate, uh, two plate bench, three plate squat, four plate deadlift, right? That's like the standard. That's a thousand pounds, um, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a thousand so for pounds. me, it's like realistically, if I hit the numbers I had just said to you, I would be squatting 200 pounds over my bench and deadlifting 150 pounds over my bench, which is like, that's a lot more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially when you get into those numbers. It's like, yeah, it's like benching 200 and, and squatting 400. It's respectable. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, I don't know. I just don't like posting the li- those lifts because it's kind of boring to me. And speaking of posting, so you started posting, you said like back in February, January. That's when I, I found you pretty early on because I think the first video I saw of you, you had like a thousand followers. Yeah, it was, I posted one of my overhead press videos and I got like 
a couple hundred thousand views on it. And I was like, I like this app. This is cool. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, that's overhead, overhead pressing. You say you do what? 450 now? You said? Uh, 440 is my best. 440. Yeah. Like I tried one plate the other day and to get out one plate was like the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's, Dude, it's, it's really hard on your core. It's, it's brutal on like your stabilizers. Um, I've actually had a lot of glute and hamstring cramps too, because it, it, your, your legs are working while you're pressing. You know? Yeah, of course. And but yeah. What's your, what's your best piece of advice for somebody trying to get as strong as they can? Someone trying to get us, don't worry about maxing. It's pointless. Uh, like if you're a power lifter, you're only supposed to max at your meets. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like if you're a bodybuilder, you know, you wouldn't want to stay lean year round because then you can't grow. Yeah. Does that make sense? Of course. You know, if you're a power lifter, why are you trying to max out every couple of weeks? If, if you're, you're just going to make your CNS shot, you're not going to have any room to grow. Like, sure, in, in five weeks, you might add five pounds to your bench. But what if I told you if you waited 15 weeks, you'd add 30 pounds? You know, it's 15 pounds every five weeks versus 30 or 15, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like kids are, kids are too uh, focused on numbers. Focused on numbers. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. And um, they want results and they want them fast. And like I said, dude, I've been lifting for 16 years. There was a point in my life when my bench didn't go up for like a solid probably year, year and a half. And I, I was like, oh, it's because I'm maxing too often. I'm trying too often. I'm going to sit back, do hypertrophy work. And then I, my bench went from 515 to 545 and then 575. And I did that all at 242. And then I hit 600 um, like six months later. And then that's when I started my bulk. And then about a year after that, I pushed it up to 650. So wow. it takes time, man. It's, it's not like something you just go into the gym for. You you said you've been in the gym for what? A little under a year and you added 100 and something pounds to your bench? 130, yeah. Yeah, that's insane, dude. That's, that's beginner games. Though. Yeah, no, so that's I, what everyone says. My, my personal trainer, he's like, listen. Like the whole three plate thing before New Year's, he's like, you're gonna hit a plateau around yeah. 275. He says that everybody hits like this this wall at 275, and moving beyond 275 is hard. Yeah. But once you get beyond it, it's you're back on on the roll. I would agree with that. Like for me, getting to that 600 point was the hardest thing ever. But then once I broke six, dude, my nut it just it was just like straight up from there, you know. So for you, if you get stuck at 275, at that point, you have a coach, so he'll tell you, you need to change your, your workout up. You need to change your routine, change how you try and bench. You know, let's say you were growing on a five by five, maybe you need to do a five by eight now, you know, or maybe it's too much volume. Maybe you need to do a three by three. Um, it's, it's different for everyone. That's why I tell kids that having a coach is so important. Yeah. Like for me, my squats were kind of stalling out and I had uh, my coach, Joe Corsi, help me out with squats. He had me do a three by 10 belt lifts. I was doing sets of like one or two on squats. I was, my, my largest volume set was like five. Hmm. 
you know, and he had me do a three by 10 beltless. And I'm sitting there like feeling like I'm going to die. And then two months later, I hit uh, 515 for a three by 10 beltless. And my best set ever belted and sleeved was 505 for 10. Oh, wow. So I added 10 pounds to my squat to my best belted and sleeved set. And I did it beltless and sleeveless, which is like Crazy. a huge, huge thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. And um, what, what are your opinions on supplements to be taking for this kind of stuff? Uh, like which supplements you should take? Yeah. So I think that food is probably the best thing you can take, um, obviously. Uh, but with that being said, a lot of kids need to be taking protein. I feel like protein is super important, like a, a multivitamin. Um, EAAs are cool. They're not like essential, you know. I think pump caps, like anything with uh, nitric oxide in them or help like blood flow will help muscle growth. And even if it's only a couple percent, man, like it's a couple percent. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's better than nothing. So, like just getting in like your your nutrients and everything. Um, I don't know vitamins are important. Like, I don't know a lot of kids that uh, actually stick to a real diet nowadays, but I guess a lot of the younger generation told me like they weigh out all their meals and they eat broccoli and rice. And dude, when I was that age, I was eating Burger King and McDonald's. And <laughs> so for me, making sure I get like my, my greens shaken or, or a multivitamin or whatever um, is huge, you know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. supplement wise, I wouldn't say it's needed, but I really feel like it's not going to hurt you. It's, it's going to be beneficial no matter what. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, nothing is needed, but if you can get gains here and there, like small percents will help a lot. You know, let's say you get like 3% from every supplement you take, and you take five good supplements, that's a 15% increase, mm -hmm. you know, which that's huge. Yeah. You know? I definitely agree. I mean, I, I personally only take, uh, I'm taking 50 grams of protein a day and uh, creatine. Five grams. That's on top of your food? On top of my food. Yeah, yeah right. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. You know, that's an extra 50 grams of protein every day that you're getting. That probably is why your, your bench went up so much, you know, and creatine obviously helps as well. Um, as long as you're drinking enough water, but like you said, you take pre-workout as well. So the funny thing with me about pre-workout is when I first started hitting the gym, I was taking it every time I hit the gym. Yeah. And then I started, I stopped feeling it. And then, so I went on like a two week cycle of not taking it. And mm -hmm. now I'm at the point where I only take it once a week. Okay. But I That's feel fine. like I should be taking it more. I feel like I, cause I've had like the last two times I've gone to the gym, like today I went is really light cause I'm really sore from yesterday. And yeah. yesterday I went and I went really heavy, but I, I didn't take the pre-workout. So I just felt like out cause I was after work and it was like, right. I so like for me, I'll take my caffeine and high stim pre-workout on days where I'm doing like uh bench deadlift or like my heavy lifts and stuff like that, where I, I feel like I need the energy, but on days where I'm training like hypertrophy for my back or arms and shoulders, I'll generally take just like a pump pre um, low stim, no caffeine really. And just try and get more blood flow. Cause at okay. the end of the day, blood flow pretty much helps growth. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, well, I, this was awesome. And no more questions. I don't think that, I think that you answered pretty much everything. 
Um, All right. Last question is how do I pronounce your last name? Rajov. Rajov. Or say Rajov. I'm not going to say Rajov. Rajov. Just say Rajov. Just <laughs> <laughs> Americanize it, bro. Where, are you French? Uh, Russian. Russian. That's what I said. Yeah. I said he's Russian because the last name is right. But Rajov, the way you pronounce it, seems French. Yep, yep, yep. Um, if you have anybody to shout out, man, like anyone to shout out, all you. Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of anyone. Just like my girl, she's right here sitting next to me. Baby, you want to say hi? Here. Nice to meet you, my girl, right there. Um, I guess Joe Corsi, my coach, and uh, Damian Janak. Um, and then all my sponsors. You know, we got Larry Wheels with Team PR, uh, Rise Nutrition. You know, their supplements are great. Um, obsidian ammonia. If you guys ever use smelling salts, I love them. Munch meals. Munch meals has actually been hooking me up. I don't know how many of y'all who listen to this are going to be like local or in Tennessee, but Munch meals is a local meal prep company and they hook me up big time. So I thank them a lot. Um, Helamix. They're great. I don't know if you, do you have a Helamix shaker? I don't. I've been wanting I've been wanting to get one. I, I've been, Dude, we got to get you one, man. It's like do it. the easiest thing to clean ever. You don't have to deal with all these like little metal balls or like scrubbing between the, uh, yeah. what's it, what's the, the filters or what, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it's just one shaker cup. I see it all the time. Else. I see it all the time. I'm definitely I'm telling you, bro. They're awesome. Grab one. Oh, but yeah, other than that, I don't know, man. My father, <laughs> if he listens to this, I'll send it to him. <laughs> I'll send it to him and he'll be like, oh, it's great. Okay, sure. All right. Yeah. I Shout out to Mr. Rejov. Right. He's, <laughs> he's not going to listen to it. But I don't know. All right, man. Sure. Well, I, I really, really appreciate you coming on, dude. This was awesome. Yeah, dude. It was fun, man. Like I said, I'm here. I'm here to talk to people. Why not, bro? Awesome. I really appreciate that. That's what the last couple, we've had a couple like big-ish people come on. Like uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's daughter came on uh -huh. a couple weeks ago, and she was the same way. He's like, "Oh, why not?" You know, like, yeah. Everybody, everybody starts somewhere, so why not help? So, really, really appreciate it, man. All, All right, right, bro. All right, man. I appreciate it.